Welcome to the Coaching Minds Podcast, helping you overcome obstacles so you can reach and achieve more. Here are your hosts, Ben and C. Hey, happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Coaching Minds Podcast. So glad that you've joined us today. I'm your host, Ben. Just going to be me today. Zeke is on baby duty and really want to talk to you about something this week that actually came up doing a one-on-one session with a with a young lady. And one of the activities that we do is, you know, obviously going through the focus cycle and figuring out what is it that we're supposed to be focusing on, how we're going to talk to ourselves, how we're going to control our body. And one of the one of the things that I was kind of getting ready to suggest based off of how she answered some questions was that she really needed to focus on the process. And instead of me completing that sentence for her, I, I kind of just asked her, I said, okay, so it really sounds like you need to be focusing on, and she came up with some exact things that she was going to be focusing on um, that really kind of made me stop and think to myself, how many times have I said to an athlete that I was coaching or, you know, somebody that I'm working with one-on-one in a, in a mental performance session, Hey, you really need to focus on the process and potentially left them thinking like, well, what the heck does that mean? Rather than giving them specific things that they can focus on. And before we go too far here, I want to kind of clarify what is it exactly we're talking about with the process? Like, what what the heck does that mean? We say all the time, focus on the process. Next, I want to play a, a quick audio clip from Twitter. Um, it was an interview with Giannis after a, a basketball game last season, and I'm not sure I'm not sure exactly which one. Uh, but he was talking about pride and ego, and talking about looking back into the past and saying, you know, I was able to score this many points and have this many rebounds. Or looking ahead to the future and being able to say, I am going to do this. I am going to dominate these guys. Let's, let's listen to this clip real fast. I mean, you're 26 years old and, you know, I've covered plenty of players who didn't seem like they figured the ego part out until their thirties. I mean, who taught you about what it, why that's important and, and to handle it that way? I think, I think, I think, uh, I'll say life. Usually let me tell you this. Usually when, uh, from my experience, right? Like when I think about like, oh yeah, I did this. I, you know, I'm so great. I had uh, 30, I had 25, 10 and 10 or whatever the case might be. Because you're going to think about that. Oh, we want this and that. Usually the next day you're going to suck. Right. You know, uh, simple as that. You like the next few days you're going to be terrible. And uh, I figured out like a mindset to have that like when you focus on the past, that's your ego. I did this. You know, um, we were able to, you know, um, beat this team for all. We, we did. The, I did this in the past. I won that in the past. Mm-hmm. And when I focus in the future, it's my pride. Like, yeah, next game, game five, I do this and this and this. Right. You know, I'm going down. That's your pride talking. Like, you, it doesn't happen. Like, you're right here. And um, I kind of, like, try to focus in the, you know, in the moment, in the present. And that's humility. That's being humble. That's not setting no expectation. That's going out there enjoying the game, competing at a high level. And uh, I think I've had people throughout my life that helped me with that. But that's a skill that I've tried to like, kind of, um, um, how you say, 
kind of like perfect it. Mastered. Uh, yeah, master it. And uh, it's been working so far. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to stop. You're doing okay. And I think, uh, you know, a lot of times I deal with athletes that are kind of stuck on the opposite side of that, because a lot of times athletes that reach out to me and want some help one on one, they're struggling with they can't quit thinking about negative things from the past and they can't quit thinking about failures that they've had or or bad shots or bad performances that they've had in the past or they have a hard time kind of focusing in on the present and not thinking about, oh my gosh, what's this going to do to my to my final score? You know, golfers on the golf course that all of a sudden after they get a bogey, it, things just blow up because they can't quit thinking about into the future. So it, it doesn't matter if it's positive or if it's negative. It doesn't matter if you're talking about the past or you're talking about the future. That is the opposite of what we want our our athletes focusing on and I and I know to all the coaches out there that this just seems like well yeah no kidding but do we really break it down for the athletes that we're working with and so one of the ways that that I really really like to do this with athletes I'm working with is to come up with a list of what would the ideal athlete be like in your sport and, you know, maybe some things like toughness and physicality, especially for, you know, like football players or hardworking and competitive. And then you get into things like positive and courageous and resilient and confident. And, you know, maybe some players that players that bring the juice on the court or on the fields have some some enthusiasm, you know, people that work hard and do things the right way all the time, they're disciplined or the athletes that always have that drive, you know, they're, they're motivated or they're, they're driven. Um, a lot of times, especially like the quarterback position or the point guard position, creativity can come up, you know, you don't want to just coach calls a play and things break down. You can't just throw your hands up and go, wow, now what? You got to make something happen. So there's, you know, there, there's all kinds of different things that would kind of go into making up the ideal player. Let's circle one or two of those that if you were to improve them right now, you would instantly be a better player. And then let's come up with a, let's come up with a measurable way to work on improving that in that area. Because, you know, just like we've talked about in past episodes, it isn't just this it factor that athletes are born with. You know, we, we know that mindset can be developed and we know that mentality can be practiced. And so how do we take these characteristics and really focus in on improving kind of the, the non-skill and non-technique kind of character skills but behind the success of those elite players? And so, you know, one of the, one of the girls that I work with is a softball player, awesome young lady who wanted to be more courageous and more confident. She just, she felt like that was something that was, that was missing in her game. There were some times that she would just get a little bit scared or, you know, a, a little bit timid, or she would kind of doubt herself, especially maybe going up against really good competition or especially, you know, after experiencing some failure or things like that. Starting off with, you know, making a, making a smart goal, which there's all kinds of science to back up 
why this is an effective way to, to set goals. But, you know, we, we want to get kind of specific here. We don't want to just say, well, I would like to be more confident. Well, how are you going to be more confident? What, what specifically are you going to do? And then, you know, measurable, can we, can we put a check mark next to it? The next session that you and I have together, are you going to be able to sit down and say, yes, I did this or no, I did not. And one of the, one of the ways that I kind of help athletes think through, you know, what's, what's this goal going to look like is let's think about when is it going to be the most difficult for you to be courageous? And this young lady wrote down at practice. You know, she's, she's not always a real, she's not always a real vocal person. And her coaches have talked to her about stepping up and being a little bit more of a leader. Um, you know, leading underclassmen is something that she's a little bit hesitant about. You know, she's just a junior. It's she, she doesn't feel like she's a senior yet, but she knows that she needs to step up her leadership a little bit. And she knows that that's what her coaches want. And she knows deep down that that's going to help improve her team. And so one of the things that, that she wrote down was every day for the next two weeks, I will be uncomfortably vocal at practice and lead at least one underclassman. And I, I thought those were perfect. They're specific, they're measurable, they're time bound, they're, they, they fit that smart goal framework. And, and more importantly, they're, they're pushing her outside of her comfort zone and they're giving her something to focus on. This is the, this is the process part that we're talking about here. It's, it's not the past and it's not the future. It's not the outcome. It's not the results. It's not the final score. It's here's what it's going to take for me to be at my best and for our team to be at our best. I need to be more courageous here's how I'm going to do it. The other one that she wrote down was confidence. So she said every day for the next two weeks, she's going to say her go-to statement 50 times a day. She's going to take a breath between pitches and talk to herself. We'll clean this one up a little bit because I know there's coaches that play this in the car with younger ones, but talk to myself like I'm a bad person on the diamond and you know, not, not be a, a critic in my mind. And not talk to myself like I'm just an okay player or an average player, but talk to myself like I, I belong out there and I am an elite player when I'm on that diamond. And so that, you know, that, that's one thing that, that I always encourage coaches to do when I, when I'm working with their team is what's that list look like for your sport? That positive and enthusiastic, that confident and hardworking and focused and resilient and disciplined and motivated. What, what's that look like for your team, for your sport, that, that physicality piece, that toughness piece, what, what is it that you need more of from your players? And then how are you going to specifically help them improve in those areas. And again, this is why I'm, I'm such a big fan of the mental training plan. Walk them through an exercise where, you know, they, they are really starting to pull out. Here's something that I'm not real great at, and here's how I am going to improve it. And then the, the most important question in my mind is who's going to hold them accountable to that. 
Is it going to be their position coach? Is it a, a small enough team that just the head coach can take care of that? Are they going to have accountability partners that they check in with? You know, all of those are ways that, that teams that I've worked with have, have accomplished this in the past. Um, that, that's been fantastic. One other thing that I would love to throw out here is as coaches, we've got to make sure that we're living up to our end of the bargain. Because it's one thing to talk to our team about, we need to focus on the process. But then when the stuff hits the fan on the golf course, for example, what's your reaction like? I mean, there's so many coaches that talk to their players about not getting caught up in the end result. But then the first thing they do when they walk up to them is say, hey, how you doing? Or where you're at? Or what's your score? Or how many bogeys you had? And it's like, rather than talking to them about, hey, how's your mindset? Are you clearing your mind before every shot? Are you going through your pre-shot routine? Are you committing to these things that you said you were going to do during the round? And so, you know, as coaches, I would just encourage us, and, and this is not me preaching like up on some mount talking down to you. This is me telling this to myself because there have been times where Zeke has actually smacked my arm on the sideline and said, Hey, stop next play where, you know, maybe I'm going on and on in a ref or I throw my hands up and yell like, what the heck was that? And he's, he's literally physically hit me and said, Hey, let's go. We got to move on. We, we don't have time for that. Now we can go back and address it later. Uh, and and has held me accountable because it's not automatic and it's not easy and it's not something that we just default to. It's something that takes work. It's something that takes practice if we're truly going to focus on the process as players and as coaches. So that's my challenge for you. Come up with a list of what are those what are those character traits or those those kind of it factor skills that you want to improve. What needs to get better so that you can be at your best or so that your team can be at your best? And then how specifically are you going to improve that? When is it going to be difficult for you to be positive? When's it going to be difficult for you to be confident? And then what are those things that you are going to intentionally do during that time frame so that you can improve in those areas? As always, if you have any questions, please reach out to us at mentaltrainingplan.com or on social media at mentaltrplan. Until next time, make your plan and put it to work.